Thank you for listening to the podcast of Bible Baptist Church. Please visit our website at www.southbaybbc.org for more information. This morning we are here because of hope. As you can see, not that Christmas needs a theme, but the theme this year is a thrill of hope. And that is what the world needs, hope. And that's what a lot of people in the world are looking for. They're looking for hope. They're looking for hope in all sorts of different places. They're looking for hope really anywhere and everywhere you could look for it. They're looking for hope in a new start. Things haven't been going so well, but maybe if I just get a new start, then there will be hope there. And they, they find some hope in that. And maybe they're looking for some hope in, in some relationship. If I can just find that right person, then, you know, that will be what I need. And they're looking for hope there. Sometimes people look for hope in a career. You know, if I could just find what I'm supposed to be doing with, with my career and, and my work and find some satisfaction there. And, and they're looking for hope in all sorts of different places and, and in different ways, looking for it everywhere and anywhere when hope was born on this earth 2,000 years ago. Hope already came to this earth when Jesus was born, and that's what Christmas is all about. Christmas is all about finding true hope, because true hope is Jesus Christ. True hope for every person in the world is found only in the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Now, I don't know your situation this morning. Maybe you've come here and you've lost a little bit of hope. Maybe things were going well and you've lost a little bit of hope. Maybe there are some that I feel like, you know what, I've lost all of that hope. I don't know the situation that you come in, but I want you to know that Jesus Christ came to give you hope. That Jesus is the hope of the world. And we read about a man, Simeon. We read about Simeon this morning in Luke chapter number 2. A man who had hope because of salvation. That's the word that he used in verse number 34. Mine eyes have seen thy salvation. The thrill of hope for every man, woman, and child is salvation through Jesus Christ. And I want to see this morning how we can have hope. Real hope. Not a, I hope it's going to be better. I hope that next year will be improved. I hope that my dreams will be fulfilled next year, but a real hope that we can have confidence in because of salvation. We can have hope. I see three aspects to salvation that gives every individual hope. Number one, I see that there is hope because salvation is possible. There is hope because salvation is is possible. When we read in Luke chapter number 2, the nation of Israel is not in a good place. If you know the history of the nation of Israel, they've had some real mountain-top experiences. They've had King David and King Solomon, and they had foreign leaders travel great distances just to see the greatness and the glory of the nation of Israel. 
They came to see Solomon, this wisest man on earth, and they wanted to hear his words and hear him speak and see the glory of the nation. There were some, some great mountaintop uh, kind of historical moments in the nation of Israel, but Luke chapter 2 is not one of those mountaintop experiences. If anything, they're in the lowest part of the valley. They're in the lowest part of the valley because... They haven't heard a distinct, specific revelation from God in 400 years. When you look at the Old Testament, you look all the way up to the book of Malachi. Malachi is 400 years before this. It's been a drought. They haven't heard from God. They hadn't heard what God would have for them. But also, politically, things are not looking so good. You know, nation uh, uh, Israel is not their own nation. They have been conquered. They were conquered about 60 years before. Of course, nobody likes to be conquered, and so they tried to rebel, and, and Rome really came down with an iron fist and really put them under oppression. And you could see signs of that everywhere. Roman soldiers ruling the streets. Whatever they wanted to do, you just had to obey and listen to them. You saw tax collectors just sitting on the corner street, sitting at major places where people would walk through and, and collect the taxes from all of the individuals. You would see the Roman coins that were used every single day that were a currency that, that reminded them daily that they were not in control. Things were not looking good for Israel, but Simeon still had hope. He still had hope because he knew salvation was still possible. He knew that salvation could still come. He knew that salvation was possible for their nation, even though they were under the powerful rule of Rome, even though they hadn't heard from God in a while. He knew that salvation was possible. That's what he says in verse 25. And behold, there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. And the same man was just and devout, waiting for the consolation of Israel. He was waiting for this salvation. He was waiting for this deliverance. He knew salvation for his nation was possible no matter how bad it looked. And there's great hope in that because no matter where you are, there's hope for you. You can be saved. God doesn't care how far off in sin you've gone. You can be saved. It doesn't matter how deep into sin you've been, God can save you. It doesn't matter how long you've been resisting God and resisting salvation, God can still save you. Matthew chapter 19, verse 25, when his disciples heard it, they were exceedingly amazed, saying, who then can be saved? That's a great question. Who can be saved? Can anybody be saved? But Jesus beheld them and said unto them, with men... This is impossible. But with God, all things are possible. There is hope because salvation is possible because we have a God who can do all things. The God of the Bible can do anything. The God of the Bible can do anything for you. He can save you. There is hope because salvation is possible. I also see that there is hope because salvation is a person. Salvation is a person. Verse 27, and he came by the Spirit unto, into the temple. And when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him after the custom of the law, then took he him up in his arms and blessed God and said, Lord, 
Now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace according to thy word. And notice what he says. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation. Simeon is holding Jesus in his arms, and he's looking at this baby, and he says, my eyes have seen God's salvation. Now, that may not mean much to you when we say that salvation is a person, but that gives great hope. Because salvation is not based on what you do. It's on a person. A couple of months ago, I, I went up to Seattle. My family lives in Seattle. I lived in Seattle for a long time, and I went back up there. And uh, I went, visit, uh, you know, just kind of going around a little bit. And, and uh, one of the places that I was able to go to this last time was I was able to go to this place called the Amazon Spheres, all right? So first of all, how many of you even know what the Amazon spheres are? Anybody here? Okay, not too many people. Basically what it is, is it's a very fancy greenhouse that the CEO of Amazon built. It's just this, this big globes that are, that are greenhouses. There's all sorts of different plants from all over the world and it's in a controlled environment and, and everything and uh, I, I was able to go. Now there's a catch there because it's only open to the public on the first and third Saturdays of the month. For every 30 days of the month, it's only open to the public twice, the first Saturday and the third Saturday. Every other Saturday, you can't get in, unless you know somebody who works at Amazon. And I just so happen to know somebody who works at Amazon. And I got in to the Amazon Spheres on, I think it was a Tuesday. I got in to the Amazon Spheres when it's not allowed for me to go in to the Amazon Spheres. You know why? Because I know someone who works at Amazon. Now, I could go up to the ticket you know, counter or booth or whatever they call that and say, you know what, I have $10,000, let me in. You know what they're gonna say? That $10,000 doesn't get you in. Oh, I know everything about Amazon. I know how big it is. I know how much income they make. I know all the products that they sell. I know all the services. I know everything about Jeff Bezos. I even know where he is right now. You know, I, I know everything about Amazon and the CEO and everything. I know everything. Well, that's nice, but you're not getting in. Oh, I'm so nice to people. I'm, aren't I being really nice to you? Don't you want to let me in? Sorry. You're not allowed in. Unless you know someone. It's not money that's going to get you in. It's not good deeds that will get you in. It's not even being nice that will get you in. You know what your ticket is to get into the Amazon spheres? It's a person. It's a person. You gotta have the person with you. In fact, even after you get the little pass that lets you go in, they say, when you go inside, do not leave the person who brought you here. You, have to, you can't just go in and start wandering around. You gotta stay with the person that brought you there. The ticket in is not money. It cannot be bought. You can't work for it. You have to know somebody. Salvation is not what you do, it's a person. And that means all the things that we have hope in. Because it's not how often you come to church. Because it's, salvation is not coming to church. 
It's not how much you give in tithes and offerings because salvation is not giving. It's not about how much you humbly serve because salvation is not service. It's not in how much good you do to others because salvation is not doing good. Salvation is a person. Salvation is Jesus Christ. And the question is, do you have Jesus Christ? Salvation is not in how much you have. It doesn't matter how much you have because salvation cannot be bought. It doesn't matter how much you experience because salvation is not in experiences in the world. It doesn't matter how much you feel like you're going to heaven or how much of a spiritual feeling you might have because salvation is not a feeling. Salvation is a person. Salvation is Jesus Christ. Do you have Jesus Christ today? Salvation is not in how much you know. It's not how much of the Bible that you know. It's not how many verses that you've memorized. It's not how much doctrine that you know. Salvation is a person. It doesn't matter how much you know about all the other religions. Well, I know that this is what you teach, but I hear from my friend over here, he's a Muslim, and I hear from my friend, he's a Buddhist, and I hear from my friend, he's an atheist, and I hear from this person. I know all the religions. Well, salvation is not a religion. Salvation is a person. It doesn't matter how logical you can try to reason all of the things in your mind because salvation is not logic. Salvation is a person. Salvation is Jesus Christ. And that means all the things in the world because if you're trying to get to heaven based on what you do, you're always wondering whether you did enough. If salvation is based on how much you give, you wonder, I wonder if I've given enough. If salvation is being nice to people, you're wondering, was I nice enough to people to get into heaven? You never know. When I go out door knocking and I invite people and I talk to random individuals that I run across and I ask them the question, if God were to take your life today, are you 100% sure that you would go to heaven? Are you 100% sure? Most of the time, almost every single time, they say, uh, either I'm pretty sure or yeah, I'd like to think that I'm going. All right? and, and to the individuals who would say, oh, I'm pretty sure, I'd ask, that's great. Well, how do you know? You know what, what makes you feel that way? They say, well, I do this, and I do that, and, you know, I go to church every once in a while, and I, I, I try to be a good person. I hear that a lot. I try to be a good person. And naturally, the question is, well, if you go to heaven by all of those things, how come you're not sure yet? Well, I don't know if I've done enough good things. I don't know if I've given enough. I don't know if I'm, I'm nice enough. I don't know about all of these things, but salvation is a person, meaning this. If you have Jesus Christ, you're going to heaven. Doesn't matter how much good you do, doesn't matter whether you've given a lot or not a lot, you can go to heaven. First John chapter 5. He that hath the Son hath life. And he that hath not the Son of God hath not life. There is hope because salvation is a person. Lastly, I see that salvation is prepared. There is hope because salvation is prepared. Verse number 30: For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared. Before the face of all people. There is hope because salvation is prepared. It's ready. We're going to have a, a meal right after the service is over. We're going to have some food. You can all head over there. But don't go there now. Service isn't over. But also, the food's not ready yet. You could go there if you want, but the food's not ready yet. It'll be ready soon, but it's not ready yet. But you know, when it comes to salvation, you don't have to wait for salvation. You could have it now. 
You don't have to wait till tomorrow. You don't have to wait till next year. You don't have to wait until you better yourself. You don't have to wait until you've gone to church a number of times. You don't have to wait until you've done enough good or, or for, you know, try to, you know, uh, get forgiveness from some other people. You can be saved today because it's prepared and ready for you. Today is the day of salvation. It's for everybody which thou hast prepared before the face of all people. Salvation is for everyone. Salvation is for everyone. Jesus may have been born in Bethlehem, but he was born for all the world. Salvation is not just for some people. Salvation is for everyone. Salvation is what God wants you to have. So hope is not just for some people. Hope is for all people because salvation is prepared for all people. Romans chapter 10, verse 13 says, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. It's ready for you. It's there. You can have it. You can have hope of eternal life. You can have hope of your sins to be forgiven. You can have hope of being restored in your relationship with God that you could be called a son or a daughter of God if you will call upon the name of the Lord to be your Savior. That's what Christmas is all about. Christmas is all about hope because hope is found in Jesus Christ. Do you have Jesus Christ today? I'm not asking if you've gone to church a lot. I'm not asking if you've given. I'm not asking if you're doing good. I'm not asking any of those things because God's not asking for any of those things. He's asking one question. Do you have the ticket into heaven? The ticket's name is Jesus Christ. Do you have Jesus Christ today? 